0: Welcome to this edition of Rural Perspectives, brought to you by Egg Country Farm Credit Services. I'm Megan Overby for the Red River Farm Network. Joining this edition of Rural Perspectives from Egg Country Farm Credit Services is Rob Froning. Rob serves as the Vice President of Insurance and Commodity Marketing Education. As you and I were talking beforehand, there has certainly been no shortage of news that has come out within the past week or two and really we're dealing with a lot of program deadlines. And so first, let's talk CFAP two, the Coronavirus Food Assistance Program, round two. I know a lot of producers have been applying for that program, and so what do we need to remember not only when applying for it, but when those payments start coming through? What reminders do you have from a Country Farm Credit Services?
1: Well, yeah, and exactly, Megan. You know, they started the the sign up here uh, end of September for CFAP two point uh, and actually to date, or as of the thirteenth, I think my numbers are two hundred forty two applications have been uh, two hundred forty two thousand applications have been approved and paid over four point five billion nationwide already on CFAP two point Now we have seen some of the data flow um from RMA to the FSA um having a couple of hiccups and so I just want to make sure that people when they're signing up for this program they're looking at their information, making sure their weighted average APHs are correct and that, that their right numbers are coming through for those payments. In some cases, uh, maybe there's a, a glitch between tax identity numbers and, and they're getting a county APH or yield as opposed to their actual on their crop insurance policy. And so just really encourage people to review that at, at application time and when they have that download to make sure that it is right. And then, like I said, those those payments are being paid fast. Uh, I've heard as, as quick as a, a day to two days turnaround, um, some of those checks have been uh, – ACHs, I should say, are being entered into their uh, checking accounts.
0: Well, into another program that we have been watching, which, which seems like for years now, but it hasn't been that long. But WIP Plus, we finally got some new news this week on the WIP Plus program, which some producers have applied for already almost a year ago. And what do we need to know now about the WIP Plus program and a deadline that they've put in place?
1: So the WIP Plus program came out about, like you said, about a year ago. They started uh, taking applications. They finally published a, a deadline here in the last week of October 30th. And so you do need to get those applications into FSA by October 30th uh, to see if you qualify for this uh, this payment as well. Again, it's, it's called Wildfire Hurricane Indemnity Program Plus p- uh, program. But it's it's really, for us, it's the excess moisture. And even in some years, it was drought, I believe, back in 18. Um, so there were some some counties in 18 and 19 and that qualify for this. Uh, they only got paid 50%. And that's the, the biggest key is they're looking for that second half of this payment if they have eligible funds. Well, they never knew how many funds they'd have until they put a deadline on it. So they finally have an October 30th deadline. Once we get past that deadline, hopefully shortly after that, they will come out with, you know, do we have enough funds to pay the second half? Another piece of that, Megan, though, that we haven't got clarity on is the uh, quality issue of that 2019 crop. We thought we were going to get some definition around it here in the summer on how they were going to adjust for quality and and adjust some of those bushels and payment. We haven't seen that as of yet, so I, I think hopefully with this deadline, it's just pushing us closer to having wrapping this thing up and hopefully soon we'll also get this quality so those who have already received some kind of payment may even see a little bit extra if there's funding available and we do get our hands around the definition of what the quality adjustment factors would be.
0: Well and to complete the trifecta of Farm Service Agency FSA programs that we're going to talk about Rob, is ARC PLC. So obviously sign up for the previous year is already closed, but producers are actually seeing those payments come into their bank accounts now, correct?
1: Correct. Here in October, they'll, they'll make the payments for the 2019 crop. We've seen uh, several of those payments coming out to our producers for both the ARC and PLC. Um, we did see, you know, PLC payments, um on on corn this year and wheat uh so we saw some significant payments on wheat especially um uh, but then we've also seen some of the arc payments coming through on on soybeans as well and those checks have been hitting the accounts here in October and I think we'll continue here as they get through this month finishing up those they also just opened up 2021 arc plc sign up thankfully the deadline is until March 15 so we don't need to run out and sign up for that today although they've they will take your sign up if you want Um, But at least now we need to start looking at that, and we'll have, uh, you know, more time this this winter to analyze where the markets are at and what things are doing to kind of hopefully have a better idea of what program we should sign up for the 2021, because this new Farm Bill program, this year we get to sign up annually. We don't have to sign up once for ARC or PLC, and that's it for the whole five years. Each year there's a decision to be made by March 15th. And again, like I said, that application just opened up for 2021 um, and we will uh, be looking at that here through the the remainder of the winter.
0: Yes. So not only can farmers make good use of their time at their FSA office if they decide to make an appointment, but there's also things from Country that they can focus on, including uh, you guys are are working on fall insurance deadlines. and, And so what, on the producer side of things, what do people need to know about those fall insurance deadlines?
1: Yeah, and and for those who, who have some fall-seeded crops, especially forage is the most common kind of in our territory that we work with, and when we have some of those fall-seeded crops, we have insurance deadlines. We just passed one here the end of September. We have some uh, forage acreage report deadlines and, and other types of forage policies that you can buy um, with deadlines around the 15th of October, the 15th of November. Um, all of those are, are, again, policies for mostly for forage planted crops, which, again, for our territory is primarily the forage, and so we definitely encourage you to uh, talk to your insurance specialist at your local A-Country office, talk through what those deadlines might be for you specifically because they do vary. Um, there are also other products out there, and I just want to throw this one out um, um some some side products for revenue to set your revenue price for the 2021 crop year. And I know we're talking next year already, but uh, with this rally in the market, uh, it might be an opportunity to possibly lock in a higher insurance price for your 2021 crop. And I'm talking corn and soybeans as well, that we could possibly lock in with these high prices as opposed to waiting till the February average of which we normally will, you still get the higher of the two. But that is another option. So if you want to talk to your insurance specialist at your local A country office, we can definitely talk to you about you know, what does it take to possibly lock in a revenue price with these rallies where they're at today.
0: Well, for those listening who have stuck with us to this point, Rob, they're probably on information overload. But I think we were talking about this beforehand, another piece of the puzzle, a very important piece to talk about is on the Minnesota side with section 179 conformity. We, we just got confirmation this week that that now is you know lined up with, with the federal level when it comes to that conformity. And farmers are busy trying to get their end of the year tax appointments in their books. And so just generally for those who are wondering what this is all about, how it's going to impact their operation, what do they need to know about Section 179 conformity?
1: Basically, Minnesota is now going to conform to the federal government as far as the 179. So we have more available to write off on the 179 on the Minnesota side of the river. North Dakota has always been there, or at least in the past, has, the recent past has been there. This is going to be new to Minnesota and it goes back to 2018 and two thousand and nineteen. So. To me, you know, I just talked about a bunch of payments coming in from these government programs. We're seeing an influx of that as well as rallies. People are selling soybeans off the combine because they're good prices. We're seeing a lot of cash coming into these operations, and we really encourage you to talk to your tax specialist, again, at your local Ag Country office, and we can talk through um, what this means for you because we may need to look at redoing your 2018-2019 taxes to plan and prepare for your 2020 taxes And again, all in a short window. We only have a few months as we saw snow flying already. Um, The first of the year will be here here before we know it, and there's definitely lots of planning to do. Thankfully, Mother Nature has cooperated for most of us, and harvest has been great. We've wrapped up a lot of areas of harvest, and we're getting closer in many of the other ones uh, with not a lot of mud out there, which is always nice to see based from a year ago.
0: (laughs) Well, Rob, as we wrap up another edition of Rural Perspectives, any final thoughts?
1: Just, you know, again, lots of deadlines, keep keep on top of them, and I think uh, you can definitely uh, lean on your local Ag Country office to help you out to know what deadlines you need to do and what the planning has to come um, before these deadlines are approached.
0: That's the latest edition of Rural Perspectives, made possible by Ag Country Farm Credit Services. You can find out more by visiting agcountry.com. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Megan Overby for the Red River Farm Network.